Hey guys, welcome back to Freelance Podcast. This is Sarah and Whitney, and we have our favorite. Hi, Jenny. Yay. Plantation. You guys know her. Um, Preview moms. Jenny comes in clutch so many times to get us ready for baby, to get us how to feed baby, either which way you choose, how to take care of yourself and baby. So we brought Jenny back today because a constant theme we have been hearing from our moms is, okay, what's happened to me? Where are we at? We're titling this episode Labor of a Mother. Mm -hmm. And when you're thinking about Labor of a Mother, think of this emotionally, physically, Mm -hmm. transformatively. And no one better to talk about it than, I mean, hello, we were delivery nurse to Jenny. So happy to be back. Jenny, let's talk to, I know we talked about this, mm-hmm. the mom who's saying, what have I done? Yes. I told Jenny the other day, I said it. Mm-hmm. I remember specifically post baby Jay and Will, but yeah. baby James the most, okay? Mm-hmm. He was in his little strapped on carrier. <laughs> I was walking in the neighborhood. I call my best friend. She's in Boston. She has older kids hysterical crying what have I done what have I done yeah you know and I could only say to her but so many moms yes have that what have Mm -hmm. I done yes oh yeah and I think there's so much shame with that because these moms think I'm the only one that feels this way like how could I have these feelings with this new baby and you're not alone because this is something I hear on a weekly basis that I feel like I've ruined my life or what have I done my life was so great and now I've ruined it and I've wrecked it. And that is a very common um, theme and thought that we hear. And there should be no shame in that because it's normal. Yeah. It's normal. It makes you human. Even if you went through infertility treatments Mm -hmm. to get your baby here. Uh And if you've experienced miscarriage and now you have this baby and you're like, oh, what have I done? What have I done? Mm -hmm. That's a really big point. I've heard more previous moms who struggle with fertility and loss saying, I don't think I can think anything other than gratefulness. Right. Yeah. Or like, right, we shall, everybody in the South, we hear it. You're so blessed. Oh, right? yeah. You're highly favored. This At least child, you have a healthy baby. Exactly. Uh, I have to hear that. One. Well, you didn't die. <laughs> yeah, but if it's a baby and you are okay now. Like, you so know, you the, shouldn't complain. You know, or honey, I had it this way. I walked up the hill in snow in 50 miles. In the middle miles. of July. I know we've talked about that. It's like the grandma, well-meaning or not, mm-hmm. who's like, well, we didn't have any of that, and no one cared about my mental health, and we survived. And I just want to say, like, I feel so bad for you. Yeah. I'm so sorry. That doesn't make it okay, though. Yeah. No, I've actually said that to a family member. I'm so sorry that that mm-hmm. was your experience. And I, you probably do feel some kind of jealousy that oh, now sure, our generation, right. we're getting validation. Yep. I mean, hello, there's terms. Postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety. Right. It's a it's thing. Recognized. And, and we can do could more never. than survive. We right. can actually thrive. Thank mm-hmm. you. So, and there's resources. So, yeah. yeah, I'm sure that is triggering to you. And that mm-hmm. is kind of mm-hmm. like, why did I suffer? Right. And now this is an open platform. Mm-hmm. So, what are some other things? Now, you know, listeners, Jenny's in the homes, okay, of fresh mamas and babies. Yes. What are some other things you're kind of like, they're comfortable, they're crying, they're opening up to you? What are they saying? Yeah, a lot of new moms, the first like six weeks, especially, I would say it's, they feel like my baby is the only one doing these things. My baby's the only one not sleeping. Like I'm looking at the internet and my baby should be taking an hour and a half long nap or whatever it says for that age. And it's like, my baby doesn't do that. Or my baby wants to eat 20 times a day instead of every three hours. And I think there's like that mom guilt and that mom shame that we're just programmed to feel for some yeah. reason yeah. that 
I failed somehow that my baby's not doing yeah. the robot things it's supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And so I hear that a lot that I think there's something wrong with me or that I'm feeling yeah. this way, or there's something wrong with my baby that it's not doing the normal baby things, mm-hmm. quote unquote, normal baby things, or that they're the only one that feels the way that they do that. I think I made a big mistake when I had a baby and I feel yeah. so guilty admitting that. But that is a very, very common thing. A lot of isolation, like moms feeling like they can't leave the house because my baby might cry or have a blowout or I'm breastfeeding and I'm not comfortable breastfeeding in public or whatever it is. Or maybe I'm bottle feeding and I'm not comfortable like pulling a bottle out at this new mom support group. But you are not the only one that's feeling the way you feel. I guarantee that every other mom in the room has had some. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I remember with Will... I well, anxiety here coming mm-hmm. into play, yeah. but it felt impossible to go and do something mm-hmm. alone with him. Like I yeah. would worry, even fixate. Like, am I gonna be able to carry the car seat right? right. Can I? Yeah. Do, can I put this? Like, mm-hmm. I had the, now looking back, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I really needed some help. Yeah. But I mean, I worried about that. Like, I was right. like, is somebody gonna judge me if I do this wrong mm-hmm. or? What did he cries in the right. middle of the store and I can't get him to stop? Then yeah. I think. It's a me thing, right? Yeah. I mean, God, I would just get like hot and even think about it right. and sweating, <laughs> exactly. right? And I didn't feel like I could tell anybody right. that. And they'd be like, well, you know, like Bill, he'd be like, well, did you do anything today? And I'd be like, oh, well, I was going to. And he's like, well, why not? And I didn't want to say because I was already in my head yeah. seeing mm-hmm. how everything could go wrong. Right. right. And me failing. That's mm-hmm. how I felt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never said it to anybody. And it's like you feed the baby, and then you burp the baby, and then you change them, and then they spit up, and then you have to change, and now they're hungry again. And uh-huh. so you're like, I'm caught in this cycle, and I just, yes. it is very daunting to feel like it you is. can't get out the door. Yeah. And so that's what I encourage new moms to do, and what I tried to do with a newborn is get out of your house at least once a day, whether it's just walking around the block, yeah. or... Yeah going to the library or yes. going to get a cup of coffee to go. Yeah. yeah. Just something that feels very attainable that, okay, I yes. can make this quick trip with a baby. Yeah. And I did it. And even yeah. if they cry, it's okay. It's yeah. not uh-huh. the end of the world. Correct. Babies will cry. Right. And it's, they're supposed to. It's okay. Yeah. It's what they I do. even remember having anxiety about being alone with Will for the mm-hmm. first time. Oh, that yeah. is a very common oh, concern yes. as well. And we've talked about this. Lisa is going to be yep. doing CPR, yep. basic life support videos, which is amazing because I think a lot of moms are just afraid that something bad is going to happen uh-huh. and I'm the only one here with my baby. Yep. And the chances of that happening are very small. It's very unlikely. But I think just empowering yourself to know right. if, God forbid, something does happen, you know what to do in that right. moment. You know what to do if baby's not breathing or choking. and. Yeah. So that's something I recommend. You know, take a BLS class. Take a CPR yeah. class. Just yeah. so you know, watch a YouTube video. I mean, there's yes. resources Tons out there. Tons of free there. resources. Just so you feel comfortable to be alone with your baby. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that too, is I think I felt uncomfortable. Looking back, I was like, I'm bored. Yes. What do I do? And like, right. you don't want to say that. Right. And then, because then people are like, it's hard. And people are like, well, but you feel bored and it's hard. Like, it's contradicting, yeah. right? But sometimes you're just like, well, what am I going to do? Because the people, everybody's left, right? Like, and you're just sitting there and maternity leaves ticking down and you're kind of like. It's like you're overstimulated, but you're not getting any intellectual stimulation. And I think that's why we need the community so much. Just to have an adult conversation. I forgot what it was like to have adult conversations for a while. Or Bill would get home and I'd just be like, I couldn't speak. I was just like, "Uh uh-huh, yeah. 
No, I did that. You're like, I was so busy today, but I can't even put into words what put I into did. words what I did yeah. exactly. Yeah. And then you just you know, and then people call and they check in. Mm-hmm. How's the baby? No one's saying how are you. Exactly. Right. And then if they do, it's an afterthought, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're just like, well. I had almost a panic attack over this, and I fixated on their sleep schedule, and then... And I'm really tired of watching uh Bubble Guppies Uh 24-7. Yep. And it felt like an act of God to walk outside, and I'm Mm -hmm. here, and I haven't showered. Yeah. Phone great. Yeah. It's doing great. Great. Thanks for asking. uh Uh-huh. And I think it's the first child that's, like, my Mm -hmm. hardest. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. But, because you've never done it before. Like, you're literally going blind into this. Yeah. It's uncharted territory, for Like, sure. your body, your mind, your relationship. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hello, All here things. comes family. Uh-huh. It's a whole thing. Yeah. And I got a lot more comfortable. It's like probably too comfortable. Yeah. And uh, baby James is postpartum period of just being like, this is how I feel. Right. Mm-hmm. And I have been open about this. I had rage with baby James. Mm-hmm. Hello. Mm-hmm. That was wild. Yeah. And so then I was just like, I wasn't anxious. I was just angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which now we know it's a subset of frustration, depression, right. anxiety. But at the time, I even didn't know that. Right. And then to even admit, like, I'm feeling angry because, like, mm-hmm. I want to sleep and the baby's crying. Like, yeah. no one's going to say that. Mm-hmm. Or no one said, yeah. you know, I, we hope now you're hearing this. And if that's you, you're going, okay, I'm not alone. Exactly. Right? But I think another thing I'm hearing from moms that they're saying, can we talk about? is the monotonous days Mm -hmm. that run into nights Mm -hmm. and no one really prepares you for like Groundhog Day Mm -hmm. and what that does to you mentally Mm -hmm. and like how do you take that? Like, Because I think pre-baby, right? Unless you're super pregnant, you're uncomfortable. You like get your day done, check mark, I'm going to go to sleep, check mark, new day. Right. Right. Like we have these like start stops. Yeah. Hello. Newborn period. It all, it all just together. together. Yeah. <laughs> Twilight so, zone. So yeah. what do we tell these moms? Yeah. Like how do we make this day a little bit better? So I think just, you know, having those realistic goals that you're not going to renovate your house right now. Like I always, when people yes. are pregnant and they tell me, when I'm on maternity leave, I'm going to get all these projects done. I'm like, honey, no, you're, no, your you're goal not. is to rest uh-huh. and recover. And yeah. Take care of your baby. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. If you do that, you are winning. Yeah. So I think just to have those realistic expectations that you may not get Absolutely. a whole lot done in those first few months. And then also just, I always say like, take those five minutes for yourself at the start of the day. Feed your baby. Lay them on their back. And I think that's really hard as a first time mom. Super hard. You don't want to hear your baby yes. cry. Like you talking about sweating. Like uh-huh. I would hear yeah. my first baby cry and I would start sweating. I would like a body yeah. reaction. I have to make it stop. Uh-huh. Yes. Like yeah. visceral response. But just knowing you can lay them on their back in their crib for yeah. five minutes. They will be okay. Yes. They, are they can't place. run away. So it's actually the best time to just leave them there. 100%. Go take a quick shower. Yeah. Put on some real clothes. Whatever it is to make you feel yes. like a person. Have your cup of coffee and start your day. Yeah. And then I think just those little windows that, okay, we'll try to have a nap today. We'll try to do yeah. their nap schedule, but it may not work out. We'll hold yeah. it very loosely. Right. Their routines. But just having... I would do like a little checklist on my notes in my phone and yeah. I made a video about this that like for me, something that was really important is I wanted to read my kids books every day. And it sounds yeah. so silly yeah. to be like, did I read to them today or was it yesterday? But when you they're lose newborns? track. I mean, you oh, right. Yeah. And so literally it's just like, okay, so today is Friday or whatever day it is. Like we're going to read three little baby books. And these books are so like 
two words on each page. Like they're very short. It's very yes. attainable. Yeah. And so we might read a little story in between each yeah. nap yeah. or sing a nursery rhyme or yeah. go outside for 10 minutes and look at the birds. Mm-hmm. And I think just kind of having, it sounds silly to say like a checklist, but just saying like, these are five things I would like to accomplish They're today. Goals. Yes. goals are great. That I want to take a five minute shower and I want to have a cup of coffee and mm-hmm. I want to read this little baby book and I want to yeah. go outside for 10 minutes. And so then at the end of your day, when your husband gets home or your partner, you can say, I did all of these things. And yeah. maybe like together it was 30 minutes, but it is such an accomplishment. It builds it's up that. Yes. yes. It builds your confidence. It does. And then you're like, okay, now I can go out to baby story time at the library or I can uh-huh. go to this yeah. mom support group because look at all these things I can do. Mm-hmm. And you do. I, I will say with the mom support group, it took me a while to get mm-hmm. comfortable because I thought everybody was going to be judging me. Right. And they're not. And they're not. not. No one's right. No one's caring. They're we're all, all in the same We're all boat. battling our own like battles. When, like when you're a teenager and you think everyone's looking at you, like they're not. They're all thinking about themselves. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. thinking about like, what they're going through and their baby. Like no one's looking at you and judging you. And I've oh, just yeah. lost all that whateverness as, right. I, as, as I've become more of a veteran mom, per yes. se. Yeah. You know, and I even remember, like, Will taking him to swim lessons when he was little. And I was like, oh, my gosh. <sighs> so like, stressful. so stressful. I want to do everything yeah. perfect. Mm-hmm. I didn't want any mom to think I was unprepared. Like, I probably had 10 different outfits for him. Okay, we don't need that. I right. probably had 20 towels. Like, I was psychotic. Yeah. And then now I'm very fly on the seat. And I saw this new mom at swim. And now I've got both boys down. Because yeah. you have... I mean, fuel by fire. Like, you have no choice. You have yeah. to figure it out. And she was like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. I didn't, I forgot a swim diaper. And she Aww. was just, you could just tell her, yeah. you, you could just tell Bless she was starting her. to cave. Yeah. You know, like, you know, when you're fixing a car and you fill it, but you're trying to hold it. Yeah. And I was like, I got you. Yes. And she was like, oh, thank you. And I'm like, no, no, no. This not is not a big deal. It's not a big deal. And we're here for each other. Like, right. yeah. this, we're here. You forget a diaper. I got you. Exactly. Your toddler's running. I'll watch with your seven year old right. for a second. We'll be okay. Right. It's like the women camaraderie. Yeah. And it starts in middle school when we have our periods and we need an extra tampon. Yes. And someone's like, I got you. Don't exactly. you worry about that? That yeah. carries into motherhood too when it's like, I forget the swim diaper or I forgot wipes or I forgot this mm-hmm. or this. I got you. Mm-hmm. And I think that is, I mean, This community is so important and you need other moms and you need that support. And Mm -hmm. we were just talking. I mean, I feel like we text all the time about this. It's like, where is my village? Like, who do I call? Yeah, they're not there. You know, we're talking about like showing up at your neighbor's house one day. And I'm like, that's actually like not that uncommon either. I mean, I've had moms tell me, like, I put out feelers in my neighborhood support group. Like, hey, I need help breastfeeding. Can anyone help me? And I'm like, I love that. Yeah, Like, that is how... We build communities. That's Absolutely. how we need to live this life. We were it's never awkward, meant to right? It's it awkward, and it's it like even they could be your best friends. Yeah, it still could be awkward in the beginning, but you gotta let that go. And oh right. yeah. And if they're judging you, you're not gonna want them on this motherhood right. journey with you. <laughs> exactly. I want to tell you that real quick. No. And I call those um, bleacher friends. Mm. Okay. Mm. They don't need to be on the field with me. They're oh, not I in guess. my inner huddle. They're not mm. a teammate. They can watch me from afar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Good and analogy. I want people in my huddle mm-hmm. that's going to be like, we got to do this got and you. that. I and you. I got yeah. you. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And I think people, when you have a baby, you think maybe all your friends are going to mm-hmm. be your huddle friends. Mm-hmm. They're sometimes not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that hurts. I think that hurt me too in motherhood. Mm-hmm. Like, because I just thought everybody would just like rally around mm-hmm. me yeah. and be the same type mm-hmm. of 
mother as me Mm -hmm. which there's i have friends who mother very differently and that's fine but like we support each other's choices right and also it's hard when you're not in the same stage together oh yeah so you know Mm -hmm. now i feel like i'm kind of out of the thick of it because my baby is about to turn two Mm -hmm. and so baby james's future wife right here i I like it set it up but she's like i mean third baby she's got two big brothers she's literally potty potty training herself this week so i feel like you know i'm out of that newborn stage I'm kind of in the sweet spot. You're getting there. Yeah. So I want to be that friend to my friends of newborns. Yeah. But also I'm just in a completely different stage now. Like we're doing yeah. swim team and dive team and yeah. potty training. Mm-hmm. And so it's very, I get it where, you know, you have like your really close friends, but then when you're in different stages of life, mm-hmm. it's hard yeah. to it is mutually support each other. Um, it is, but I also think it. when we are veteran moms, we don't forget how hard the right. newborn stage is. Yeah. And we kind of can meet those moms a little bit better where they're at, where we're like, this is what I'm doing for you. What time is uh-huh. better? Uh-huh. Exactly. Like you don't get an opt right. out. It's you can tell me when. Yes. My friend Elizabeth is really good at that. She's like, I can drop off dinner either Monday night, Wednesday night, or Friday night. And would you prefer 5 p.m. or 6 p.m.? Like, there's yeah. no... Yeah. There's no way to be room. like, no, it's okay. Right. She's just like, it's happening. Like, yeah. here, here are your options. No, that's, yeah. that's what, I mean, I think that is, right? Because it's like, I think we're all traumatized from some point of our births or right. our newborn stage. Yeah. That we are always going to see ourselves. And I would mm-hmm. say this, my mom will always remember who was there for her. Mm-hmm. Yes. In her most vulnerable periods. Oh, absolutely. Which is pregnancy, newborn, Mm -hmm. if you're having postpartum mental health struggles. Yeah. And I think this is something, too. It's like you in pregnancy, we talk about this all the time Mm -hmm. in previous, have to find these people. You Mm -hmm. find your safe places. You Mm -hmm. find the people who are going to educate about how are we supporting mom during postpartum. Who's having the conversation? What does postpartum anxiety look like? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What does postpartum depression thoughts sound like? Mm -hmm. She may say she's fine. Mm Mm-hmm. When she's not. Yeah. Right. You may see a beautiful picture of Jenny and you have no idea what's going on in right. Jenny's mind. Yeah. Right. So how do we dig deeper? How yeah. do we have that conversation? And how when someone asks you that, you're open and honest to tell them. Mm-hmm. Well, as far as like that asking thing, because I've been, which therapist had over here, it's like whenever someone's like, oh, I'm fine. And I'm like, are you? I'm mm-hmm. like, are you sleeping at all? Right. Yes. Are you eating? Are you getting mm-hmm. a shower at least once every 48 hours? Daily's great, but let's be real. Newborn stage doesn't always lend to that. So no. are you getting one once every 48 hours? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you prefer Ashley Max or Tzatziki's for dinner? Because I'm coming to bring mm-hmm. that to you kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. You know, it's one of those you can say, I'm a safe space. So if you're ever not mm-hmm. doing well, you can genuinely tell me that. And it's okay to tell me that. Yeah. Now for right. the person on the receiving end of it, for you to feel comfortable with that person, it needs to be a huddle person. Yes. Like you said, Sarah, it doesn't need to be a bleacher person that mm. you don't feel super comfortable, confident with. Maybe you just get that little internal mm-hmm. red flag saying, eh, tread lightly here. But if it's somebody that you do have that comfort with, so if Sarah, you're asking me that, and yeah. I know that you're in my huddle, I can say, you know what? It was a really hard night last night. Yeah. Or my baby is colicky, and so I have to hold them all the time for them mm-hmm. to sleep. But I can't sleep and hold them. And I'm telling you, those days when that baby's not sleeping, they're crying. It's hard. Moment, it's hard. And you're going to have some thoughts and you're going to have some feelings mm-hmm. and you're going to wonder. And yes. you're going, saying it to someone who's sleep like, I get it. Yeah. It's so 
so hard. Well, they use it for terrorism. I was about yes. to say, it's a torture tactic yes. for a reason. And here we and are. And you feel like there is no light at the end of the tunnel. That's the, I hear that yeah. from some of our moms. I feel like it's never going to get better, Sarah. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is my forever. I can't live like this forever. Yes. And I remember for me, like in the newborn stage, when I would feed them and put them down and then I would be like, Okay, I need to go to sleep right now because they could wake up at any minute. And then you start doing the math. Right. And then I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, counting down the minutes. Well, I've lost this many minutes. I would get anxiety and I would just. I couldn't fall asleep. And then I'd be Mm -hmm. fixated and I'd be like, they're Mm going to cry. Or like, I'd be like, as soon as I lay down, they're going to cry. I know it. Is it even worth it? I get that rage because. Yes. Like, why are you awake now? Uh huh. I just fell asleep. Or then the toddler wakes up when the yes. baby finally falls yes. asleep. Yes. And then wakes the baby up. Yeah, it's crazy. And then you're just crying and yeah. walking around your house like yeah. a zombie. Right. Mm-hmm. And then your husband may be snoring at that moment and you, in your head, think, can I smother him with a pillow? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. You don't, but you, it, you don't, it pops. But it, it pops for a second. Right, that's, that's what we call it, a passive intrusive thought. We don't act on it. Thoughts are thoughts. Is that what you tell me? Thoughts yes, are thoughts. Thoughts are thoughts. Bill's still very much alive. I never tried to kill him, but you know, did it, did it think? You yeah. know, because he was very loud snoring at yeah. that moment. And like, it's like he's bragging about his well, good sleep. Yes. Matthew, <laughs> he's very hands on. And if I wake him up, he'll help. But, you know, some nights it's just like, I'm going to feed him, put him down. It's just easier mm-hmm. to just do it. And the next mm-hmm. morning he would say, Oh, baby slept so great last night. Oh, and you're my just God. Like, ah. you're like, no, they did not. Right. You slept great. Yeah. You're just like, Oh, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. You, I feel like still like visceral reaction know, to that. Like, I'm just like, I felt that. We all feel that. Let's yes. just be, let's call it for what it is. 100% of moms feel that way about their significant uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Easily. Yeah. Even now when boys get sick, they have our nights, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's the mental load. It's the mental it load. Jenny, can you share a photo that you found? Yes. Jenny thought she had lost some really special, yes, wonderful I memories. Yes, I all these pictures and thought I had lost them for years, and they popped up while I was at the beach. So I texted yes. Sarah this picture of me and baby Charlie. So baby Charlie was my second baby. He was my really traumatic delivery that I've talked about. It took mm-hmm. me like a full nine months to recover and not be in terrible pain every day from this delivery, and it was awful. So anyway, my husband was traveling a lot during that time. I had a toddler. I had a newborn. I was also working. I had mastitis four times in the first year. It was just a tough, tough time. And I see this picture of me and baby Charlie, and it's just pure joy. And I don't even remember where we were or the context of it. But I can just, like, feel the joy looking at the picture. And that brought so much joy to my heart because when I think of that time I just think like that was the hardest time of my life yes everything that we were going through was just very hard because physically I was in so much pain right postpartum recovering and then the anxiety I also shared that we had had you know multiple losses Mm -hmm. and so the whole time I was pregnant with baby Charlie and even during his delivery I was just waiting for that other shoe to drop just yeah so you know Going through all of that, his first few months of life, it was mm-hmm. physically hard, but yeah. then mentally I was constantly thinking something was going to happen to him yeah. and going out of my way to prevent any bad thing that could possibly happen. And you uh-huh. can't prevent everything. Yeah. That's just not no. how life works. Um, so yeah, just talking about how like joy and anxiety can coexist. Yes. Like yes. one doesn't have to outshine the other. No. You can both be in this room at the same time. Yeah, I love that picture. That picture. I, I just feel the joy in it. It is. You, and we'll share it when we um, promo this episode. We'll yeah. share it with um, Jenny's words with it. 
But I think it's an important reminder for moms. Like, I think yeah. we're breaking this generational thought that like you can only feel X mm-hmm. and yeah. you can't feel Y. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can feel both. Yes. Yeah. So Jenny, leave our listeners. So what would you want to hear? Let's go back to Jenny, first baby, second baby. What would you wish you would have heard during that time? What would have helped you that you're now telling these moms? And it can be anything from pressure off of yourself to mm-hmm. what the recovery is going to be like to who you're going to become or, you know, that it's kind of BS once they just sleep when the baby sleeps sometimes, yeah, you know. I mean, all the things, but you are the perfect mom for this baby. And I think just having that confidence to know that you are a great mom and you are exactly what this baby needs and to take care of yourself. Put yourself first. And I think that's so counterintuitive. Yeah. Yeah. But but you have to. It's like putting on your oxygen mask first because you can't take care of anyone else if you're not taking care of you. And that's very hard. It looks different for everyone in the newborn stage because it is so physically and emotionally demanding. Uh But just knowing there is that light at the end of the tunnel and you're an amazing mom. And I think just prioritizing five minutes a day for yourself, hopefully more, but five minutes and setting those small attainable goals because you are a great mom and you do have the capacity to go for a walk around the block and take five minutes for yourself and to do all the things. And if you've done that and you survived the day, you are... Thriving. Thriving. Yes, yes. You are meeting your goals. I love that. Premium moms, you can yes. always send in questions for Jenny. Mm-hmm. And we love to live time make content. These yes. two know I will text them and say, hey, we need to make a video. Yes. Hey, yes. we need to talk about it. So yeah. you guys can, if you're premium moms, you know how to access that. If you're podcast listeners, shoot us a DM, shoot us a message and just say, hey, let's talk about it. We'll yeah, talk about it. If you're feeling a certain way, I guarantee you that there are multiple other moms feeling oh, the yes. same way who may just not want to speak up because they're worried that mm-hmm. they'll be judged for it. And there is no judgment here. This is your safe space. We want to be your safe people. We're your um, online village. Yes. We wish we could be your neighbors. Yes. We could do the food drop off, take the older mm-hmm. kid for you when you need a break, yeah. all these things. But we're here. So tune into us every week. But Jenny, we love you. you You're not going anywhere. So, love all you mamas. Yes, till next time, guys. See ya. Bye. Maternal mental health is as important as physical health. The Preview Alliance podcast was created for and by moms dealing with postpartum depression and all its variables like anxiety, anger, and even apathy. Hosted by CEO, founder, Sarah Parkhurst, and licensed clinical social worker, Whitney Gay, each episode focuses on specific issues relevant to pregnancy and postpartum. Join us and hear how other moms have overcome mental health challenges, as well as access tips and suggestions on dealing with your own challenges as moms. You can also browse our podcast library and listen to previous episodes at any time. Please know you're not alone on this journey. We're here to help.